Hello and welcome to the Art of Podcast, hosted by Grand Lifestyle Magazine and the Public Arts Commission. I am your host, Tammy Vignes, and I'm joined today by Marla Defoe, Dana Bastian, and Dean Opp is joining us via telephone. Hello. Hey, Dean. Hello. Hello. You gotta take yourself off mute now, since I told you to mute yourself, and then, and then I just jump in right away. So, anyway, so I was writing this story last month for Grand, actually. I was just thinking about, like, summer in Grand Forks and, like, just Midwest <coughs> summer and how, man, I mean, like, we really cram a lot into summer. Like, we really do. It's, you know, we've got, like, three, maybe four good months of, like, doing stuff outside, you know, getting projects done, attending things, vacations, and just kind of how a little bit unfair it is. Plus, I was driving back from Alanis Morissette in St. Paul and just, like, super depressed after, like, a really, really fun weekend. And, you know, it just got me thinking about, like, other things to look forward to this summer. And there are plenty of things still coming up that we haven't even gotten to yet, which is kind of nice because I was just thinking, like, after the 4th of July, it seems like things, like, summer's over, you know, and it's just, like, tanks from there. But, you know, that's not really true. And it was a little bit of a Debbie Downer on, on Monday, but... We got lots of fun stuff coming up still. Well, I had to register my kids for school today, so that was uh, depressing. That felt like end of summer stuff, too. Like you don't even want to go into Target. Don't even say that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. Like going into Target and seeing like you know all the pencils and the school supplies like right front and center. Although Target's kind of a little bit awry right now when they're remodeling everything, but. It's just, I mean, they start that stuff like in, you know, June. It's, it's like, right after 4th of July. It's like a yeah. flip of a switch. You're done. No I more. I mean, like. Outdoor furniture. It's just right. to school. Yeah. No. Well, I've been told after 4th of July, it's officially spooky season. Okay. No. Also, Bath and Body Works going to do my shameless plug. Has their fall <laughs> and their Halloween scents out now. What? So. No, it's too yeah. soon for pumpkins. I'm not ready for pumpkin. I'm not ready for cinnamon. I don't want any of that stuff right now. Like, I still want, like. Watermelon. You know, salty sea breeze, maybe, or like yeah. sand. Just, yeah. you know. Let's focus on summer. Right, exactly. So, sorry. <laughs> speaking of that, like summertime. <laughs> so, today, so we're actually chatting with Justin LaRock. He is the owner of the Spud Junior, which, by the way, has like the best black bean veggie burgers in town, oh, as really? far as I'm concerned. I'm, and I'm very appreciative of those because I don't eat meat. Sure. And the, the Spud Junior's burgers are, are top notch. So, and of course, their fries are like, the bomb so very excited about that so anyway justin is here and he is also um the promoter of the upcoming happy harry's rocking up north fest which is happening august 18th or sorry 19th and 20th um downtown east grand forks is that right that's correct awesome so therefore we have aptly named this podcast the art of rocking up north (laughs) i couldn't think of anything more clever today i was like man i'm still coming off of my alanis weekend so that's the best I got. So, <laughs> so she's waiting for you right. to get Alanis here. Right. So she doesn't have to drive all the way to Minneapolis. Right. And it was St. Paul's, so it was even like further away. Was but, that pretty was that pretty well attended? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean think of like twenty thousand like forty year old women there. Oh I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose. Mean, it was it was awesome. We actually went for a friend's forty year old or fortieth birthday and you know, we're <clears> that's, <throat> that's the age we all are either now or right around there. And yeah, it was, so it was very, very appropriate, very fitting. And yeah, and she, I don't know, I don't think she's toured for like a million years. And all of she can still rock? She can, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, she didn't look the same though. It was kind of a little bit weird. She had like blonde hair, which is not at all the Alanis that I remember from 
MTV, which I didn't get growing up in the country. So whenever I'd stay at a hotel, I'd tune on. So not MTV to go right too far off base, Ooh. but uh, speaking of Alanis Morissette, if you have not heard her version of My Humps, you need to look it up. <laughs> serious. She sings it like a ballad. It's hilarious. Oh, for awesome. Yeah, she's no, she's amazing. She does kind of funny things with her hands and arms when she sings, but you know, she's Alanis and she can do funny weird things. <laughs> so anyway, but the Rockin' Up North Fest is coming up, and there's like some really cool bands come into that too. And I remember last year you guys had Diamond Rio, which yeah. I have a huge soft spot for. Like, I mean, that makes one of us. <laughs> oh come on! Oh I my word! Amazing. I'm meeting year. them. I know, and I, I, I had actually gotten to their um, their performance at the Alaria Center. I don't know, a couple pre-COVID, so you know, 2019, mm-hmm. um, and. I was, unbeknownst to me, it was, like, more of a Christmas show, so they only played, like, you know, three or four of their, like, regular radio hits, and then it was Christmas, and I was like, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a good Christmas song, but I was, like, really wanting, like, a bunch of, like, meat in the middle and all that kind of stuff, so, nope, it wasn't that, wasn't that that at all. Yeah, they kind of gave us a little bit of a heart attack. Moments last year. Oh, no. Well, and I didn't get to go to that. was the hardest band we've ever dealt with. Really? Oh, man. So if we want Inside Dirt, Diamond Wheel was hard as heck to deal with. Oh, shoot. Well, that's not good. Was it the weather? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I was at a wedding last year, and I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was kind of like a touch-and-go kind of day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was forecasted. I think it looked, I mean, it was like 40 to 50% chance or whatever. Uh, But it just always, it stayed gloomy all day long. Mm -hmm. And the forecast didn't look good. And I think they got in around noon uh, and we're ready to turn around like immediately <laughs> so it was it was a process trying to work with our tour manager who yeah. also was not very pleasant to deal oh, with and man. we were on the phone with um hb was doing blackhawk coincidentally yeah. and fargo yeah. the same day so they were dealing with all the same sure. issues right and it was like pulling teeth to get these guys to even get off the bus oh man I mean, it was it was bribing them right and well, that's the hardest part about doing an outdoor Right. Well, yeah, that was one of my questions, like, like on a scale of one to 10, like how, like how much does weather like make you nervous? It's obviously it's like, it's the biggest factor, right? It's going to determine everything, whether people show up, whether, um, the artists can play. Uh, we saw what happened with Kid Rock mm-hmm. last weekend at I North Dakota State man, Fair. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, from an, a promoting standpoint, it's the one issue that we're always most concerned about but we have absolutely no control over. Right. So we can try and mitigate the risk of, mm-hmm. you know, what we have exposed to it. But at the end of the day, you know, we have contracts with artists and right. those contracts say that if they're here, they're getting paid. So, right. yeah, so. you're just trying to kind of stick handle around I what know. might be. And what do we do with this? What do we do with that? What do we do if they won't even come off their tour bus? I mean, that's, there's a lot of different things Everybody that come into get play. On the tour bus. Yeah. <laughs> so, so actually, we do have a secret weapon with us because we have Dean here, and I told him that he needed to have like perfectly beautiful weather. Perfect for for Art Fest. I said order that up. And sure. He said he did. Good. It was perfectly beautiful. So Dean, we're going to need you to do the same thing mm-hmm. for the Rockin' Up North yes. Fest. August nineteenth and twentieth, Dean. Just do your magic. Yeah, I was checking my. Uh, supply list and apparently i can only count on that once a year oh. <laughs> 90 percent chance and i would love to use that on right? rocking up north for sure, for perfect sure. well and i went the night before so not the not the diamond rio night but i was there so much on friday night yeah yep. and it was hot and it was you know i mean it was perfect as far as you know 
wind or lack of wind. I mean, I feel like I remember it being like a really nice day. And so, yeah, fingers crossed that that's yeah. the same case. I know that's such a, you know, kind of a crapshoot living where we do as far as right. even summer. And, you know, I'm sure that that probably plays a little bit of a part in terms of like when you decided that you wanted to do the the festival you know, having it in August, was that like a premeditated kind of thing? You're like, yeah, okay. It's kind August of August is usually The good. first year we did it right in the middle of, Ju- uh, of July. Oh, <clears throat> And okay. the idea was yeah. to try and capitalize on the driest month, you sure, know, thinking right, of weather. Right, right, yep. um, but what we ran into the first year is just the underestimation of like how much people hate being in town on the weekends so <laughs> we're trying to fight with the lake right. people and yeah, everything else right. so you, you want to try and pull from yeah. the largest crowd you yeah, can for sure. so after the first year we looked at it and um just decided hey why don't we push it mm-hmm. more into august and mm-hmm. try and capitalize on yeah. the college students coming back oh, yeah, and hopefully we can open sense. ourselves up to a different demographic depending on the artist well absolutely and that's is that pr- probably the weekend that college you it is moving back. weekend yeah. Yep. awesome yeah oh yeah that, well that was very smart good job yeah. <laughs> and then i do believe you also have teamed up with downtown grand forks that yeah. weekend for two cities one weekend yep yep so we did we started that last year with blue and jill mm-hmm. um and it, it well it started probably about six months prior to last year's festival, of course. Um, and we kind of did it a little bit willy-nilly. Like it was just kind of a, we were talking, we're like, hey, why don't we do this? And it just so happened that we picked our dates on the same weekend. So then when we realized it, we just figured, hey, let's make something out of it. Well, it went pretty well, we thought, last yeah. year. So then it was starting the conversation of how do we continue to grow mm-hmm. it? And Blue and Jill have some fantastic ideas of you know, what the street fair could look like right. in the next two, three, four, five years. So in partnering up on it and just kind of pooling our resources and the different ideas and whatnot, you know, we have an idea of what it can be. Mm-hmm. There again, you know, there's a lot right. of factors that come oh, into to realizing that idea. Yeah, but all, to, all the stars to align and mm-hmm. everything to come to fruition. Yeah, for sure. It's not, it's no easy feat putting on events of any, whether they're indoors or outdoors or whatever. I mean, there's a lot's Lots of uh, players in the game, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Tammy can definitely attest to that. <laughs> yes, Tammy a, is our event manager. Rich, yes. <laughs> that Here is my... <laughs> yep. Yeah, when I'm not uh, wowing everyone with my podcast skills, I, I do plan all of our events, so I can empathize 100%. Right. Yeah, right. She also sure. can't guarantee it's not going to rain at her event. <laughs> Even though they're <laughs> indoors. <laughs> let's, just, let's just, yeah. You, use your imagination, audience. Yes, it has rained indoors. Not once, but, but twice. twice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, actually, no, no, no. I'm lying. Three times. Three times, Three times yes. Yep. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't even know what's worse. At least, you know, when you're doing an outdoor event you're like oh it's raining well yeah we're outside right when you're indoors in, in an expo hall and it's Sorry raining and then you're like oh well you know yeah there is a roof but it, it doesn't work it doesn't work no oh they just happen to be doing roof construction oh great oh, no. yes i know yeah so it's I, I i can feel your pains for sure when it comes to stuff like that sure um so this is what the fourth Fifth this annual? is the fifth. Fifth, okay. And then would be the sixth if you sure. Yep. Yeah. Count the COVID year, but yeah, the fifth yeah. year that we'll actually be awesome. Be doing it. That's that's awesome. And you know, there's kind of a maybe a misconception like that. You know, there's nothing to do around here. I'm sure oh, you hear that all the time. I'm so it's tired like, of hearing oh that. Oh my gosh, people! <laughs> like, come on! Like, just you know, like, are you leaving your house? Like, because yeah. there's actually plenty of things to do. Like. 
literally every weekend if you, you know, get out and, you know, move out of your yard. There's well, you kind of, I mean, you also have to look well, for right, it too. Exactly, we had this exactly, conversation yeah. with the DDA like a week and a half ago, I think yeah. we did um, kind of a, they scheduled a um, kind of a meet and greet mm-hmm. with any business owners or mm-hmm. anybody that might be curious about what the DDA is all about. So right. we hosted that at the prohibition room at the spud and at the round table, that was like one of the hot topics was, is everybody else tired yeah. of hearing people say that right. there's nothing to do in this town and then you do stuff and it doesn't get well attended right. and then it doesn't happen anymore. And then people still continue to wonder why things, <laughs> right. and it's, you know, if you look at the CVB yeah. emails that get sent out, yep. um, there's plenty of things oh, yeah, to do. There's a calendar of events. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's just for a matter sure. of, you know, sometimes they're not just going to yeah. tap you on the shoulder. You might have <laughs> hey. to seek them out, but there's Absolutely. plenty of areas to do that. For so. sure. For sure. No. And there's lots of good, you know, resources, like you said, to find that stuff. And one thing I, <clears throat> that I think has made life, just life in general, yes and no, I guess, kind of easier is just like social media promotion. I mean, you can see so many things, like all of a sudden I won't know that something's going on, but I saw that somebody else liked it or they're interested in attending. I'm like, oh, what's this all about? And all of a sudden there's all these other events that are being, you know, talked about around the same time or in the same area. And I'm sure that's probably a big part of your outreach to people too is via social media. It's Yeah, that's become, you know, for me as a business owner in general over the last couple of years, um, it's become crucial. So it's, oh, yeah. it's probably my number one form of marketing as mm-hmm. far as the restaurant's concerned. But this year we definitely put a bigger, um, mm-hmm. uh, what am I trying to say? A bigger emphasis into sure. all the different forms because now you have not only Facebook, but you have the younger generation, mm-hmm. you know, your, your 18 to right. 25 year olds that are on Instagram heavily. Yep. So now we're doing, and I don't do Instagram. I don't do, um, <laughs> Twitter. So I'm trying to learn all these things. Right. And then now I have, are you TikTok famous? <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm no. not TikTok, TikTok famous, okay. but I'm TikTok addicted. Ooh. Just like just about everyone else is. <laughs> you know, I Am I yet. the sole person here that does not have TikTok? I do not. Oh, Tammy. I do not. Don't I get it. It's going to ruin your <laughs> no. yes, I, I was just life. having a conversation yeah. with a buddy of mine and he's like, what? Dean's Googling it right now like what is what is this TikTok? i was that person right there too i was like nope uh, tick i used to call like, like some of my, my friends it was always they would say well ticky tocky and i just intentionally saying it wrong well then i was stupid and i downloaded the app and i was like well i'll be fine you know just, right. and then now it's every night for like two hours before yeah. i go to bed i'm just yeah. scrolling and then every once in a while you get that video that's like hey you've been scrolling for an hour so yeah why don't you get up and get a glass of water yeah. and you're like how are you in my head? Right. <laughs> Shut up. You just interrupted the video. I thought it was bad enough when Netflix does that, when they're like, you know, it's been six hours, Tammy. Are you still watching? Yeah. Yes, it's Bridgerton. Of course I'm still watching. Come on. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, I know it's kind of a, but it's a great way to, you know, get in people's faces, like legitimately with right. the social media marketing. So cool. How did like, how did just the idea like even, even come up? Like what, made you pull the plug and you're like, yep, let's, let's do it. We're going to do an outdoor concert. Yep. Well, it, it kind of started, I was a partner at, uh, up North pizza pub mm-hmm. when we first opened for the first couple of years. And it started as kind of a marketing tactic. And at the time I moved back from Fargo and mm-hmm. there was always stuff going on. I mean, kind of the things that people are complaining about here that now happen were already happening in Fargo. Right. So coming back here, there was nothing for outdoor music. Like it, I think blues on the red was still going on, but that was pretty, that was a niche yeah. genre. Yeah, right. For sure. So I was looking at it going, well, there's nothing but blues on the red for outdoor right. concerts. Right. And 
back when I was a kid, you know, Catfish Days, they always had mm-hmm. two leg rock and nights with at least a local band. Right. So it was, yeah. and it just kind of dawned on us, hey, let's, let's try it. Yeah. And if we're going to do it, let's do it you know, the best that we can. So I remember um, there was a radio a salesman that I dealt with quite heavily the mm-hmm. first year because I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I mean, it was pretty much, I was calling this, I, I, I looked through Google and I found a promoter in like Forest Lake, Minnesota that I just saw the ad and it said that he dealt with all. So yeah. I, was like, I called him <laughs> like, uh, and I said, I must've sounded like an idiot. Um, and it was just basically like one phone call after right. another telling people, I have no idea what I'm doing, but here's what I want to do. Right. And then they're like, okay, well I'll do this, this, and this. Yeah. And I decided I got my, I got my head wrapped around and I was dead set. Like we needed the biggest setup possible. And I knew HB did that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we're going to HB and I found out how much it was to do it. And I choked <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was telling the salesman, this radio salesman, cause he was helping too. And he goes, yeah. I don't think you have to do that. I'm like, no, we have to do that. Right. Like we have to, well, yeah, we have to make a statement. Home, right? Exactly. So my vision was two, three years down the road. Yeah. Uh, but my pocketbook was in the moment <laughs> right. and it was like, well, how do we do this? Cause I wanted to go, a little bit bigger for talent, right. but then it was, well, I can't get this stage in this production and go with big talent. Right. So <laughs> this guy in Minneapolis happened to rep this band called Maiden Dixie, mm-hmm. and he sent me some some demos of them, and I just so happened to have been at WeFest two years before, and they were one of the opening acts. Oh, and I was nice. like, I remember them. They yeah. were actually pretty good. Yeah. So then I was like, well, I think I'm pretty good at marketing. I'm right. just going to spend the next five months jamming Maiden Dixie down everybody's throats the best that I can. <laughs> I was going to every bar, like taking over touch tunes with like the four songs they had on touch tunes. Right. And I'd have friends that were just like, they wouldn't even go out with me anymore. Cause they're like, like if you oh. put $1 in that touch tunes, we're leaving. I was like, well, I got you. Just and driving around yeah. town with your windows down. It could exactly. be like the dead of winter. And you're just like, now with the app, you don't even have to actually go to the bar. You right. Can just, you can now, just and like that's what I was close. doing too. Yeah. I got to, that point yeah so oh yeah i, I have i, I have live in thompson and somebody is playing the joke and sometimes <laughs> during the middle of the day at brewskis will play baby shark oh, over sure. and over and over again somebody's doing it nobody's uh, yet. you know i should really do that i do i also touch tunes quite a bit <laughs> like i'll look at my bank account i'm like oh there's 24 dollars. there's 24 dollars. There's like, okay i got a got a problem but i guess there's probably worse things to be I would addicted venture, to than music <laughs> i would venture to say that i spent personally probably worth five hundred dollars in touch tunes <laughs> credits oh, yeah. just playing maiden dixie year one that's Love hysterical it. they're like <laughs> they're just making bank off the royalties right, right. Now. <laughs> they're going like where who's this guy that. that just keeps playing our songs we are so, number one on touch tunes <laughs> so people are going to know our under recognize the names that are playing this year though yeah yeah so yeah. that was the goal the goal was always right. just to continue to build and then hopefully keep attracting mm-hmm. bigger and bigger names mm-hmm. and, and we've done that um now to the extent of like last year jordan davis was the biggest quote-unquote name that we've had that is you know popular yeah. now yeah. um but i thought it was pretty cool you know when we had blackhawk the third year heck i was super excited love and theft the second year because i had really enjoyed yeah. those guys they put on and yeah. they're yeah. i have not seen them at all i was I just I saying I missed like the night that they're around every every so, time yeah. like shamelessly plugging like but gotten to be fairly good friends with Stephen Barker Lyles, who's mm. one half of them. And we were just texting earlier and I forgot because he'll do this kind of stuff oh. if I just call him and I completely spaced it out. But I was what? like, should have told Stephen. Dean, I'm kicking you off. We're going to call him instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could have really wowed him with our, our studio. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, he, and, he's, and he's cool doing all this stuff. Oh, but awesome. it was, yeah, it was just kind of 
you know, whenever you're doing this, mm-hmm. an event tying, whatever, you kind of have a budget and then yeah. you try and figure out, well, what can I do within that budget right. that I think the most people are going to like? And it's kind of just morphed from one. Th- so I, what's really cool about this year is um, Blackhawk was by far still our single biggest show that we did. We had about 3,500 people mm-hmm. at that one. Um, and that was kind of why we brought brought him back. Yeah. I've had so many people since that show three years ago. They're like, you got to bring him back. They're they getting were older. You got to bring yeah. him back. Yeah. And I couldn't even believe like how much, you know, I was, y- you see him. I mean, they were popular in what, the late eighties, early nineties. Like Their heyday was in yeah. the nineties. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, so they're, these aren't, you know, spry chickens anymore really, but man, they sound exactly the same. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, yeah. what? And I just couldn't believe it when they played two years ago Yeah, and they started Plane, I sure can smell the rain. It started raining. And it started raining. And it was almost like goosebumpy. It was really cool. I'm still surprised I'm sitting here because I thought I had a heart attack six times that day. Because <laughs> that day, it was 90 to 100% chance of rain all day. Uh, gloomy, yeah. cloudy. like, And, and I it was, never rained. No, no. Not until that moment. That yeah. Was, yeah. And it was just like a light little sprinkle. It wasn't even. Just enough to cool people down. Yep. It was yep. really cool. Yeah, no, they were they were fantastic. Um, no, I think it's you know, and, and getting names that people like you said recognize, and you know, even if they're maybe not like as mainstream as they they once were, they have like people like me that are their cult following, and you know, they'll right. go they'll go watch. And that's and that's kind of now where it's gotten to is um, last year when we booked Jordan Davis, that was that was our biggest show of mm-hmm. the three last year, and you know, it's it's trying to find those artists that the heavy country lovers that are of all ages mm-hmm. are going to know, but yet the younger generation is going to want to come out for it. Cause I've had to swallow my pride and realize I'm th- almost 37 years old. And just Young. because I love <laughs> Joe Nichols and Diamond right. Rio doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that, that the 21 year olds yeah. that serve for me at the spud like, cause they're going, I believe we Ooh. had this conversation last year. With yeah. Somebody, I did not know who they were. And we're yeah. like, who's Jordan Davis, but let's talk I know about who that Diamond is. Rio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still like kind of a little bit unsure. Still of this year, Davis. they didn't know who Michael Ray was. I've known I who also Michael did Ray was for to, a long yes, time. And that, so funny story about Michael Ray is I, he's good friends with Stephen Barker Lyles and he was the one that told me about booking him last year. Okay. And, um, I was like, well, you know, it's, I know that he has like five or six top tens, I think. So it was kind of really in that Jordan Davis mm-hmm. level, but I was looking to step it up this year yeah. and I'll say it on the podcast. I had Jimmy Allen and oh. yeah, I, I'm still like reeling because I think Michael Ray is <laughs> going to be great. I'm not discounting Michael Ray. He's going to be fantastic. But I, I cheaped out and he <laughs> counter offered my offer and I said, nope. And I went with Michael Ray instead. And then ever since then, he's everywhere. And I'm just going, oh my God, what did I do? But you know, Michael Ray is fantastic. He's got right. a lot of good songs. I know yeah. that there's yep. a lot of the younger crowd has mm-hmm. said that they, you know, um, but there again, it's, it kind of just comes back to right. you're trying to fit what you think is the best in a budget. And well, exactly. That's just it. I mean, like you said, you want this big stage, you want a big <clears throat> production that's, you know, looks like something that people want to go to as well. Plus have the names and it's, right. you know, you can only do so much when you're just, you know, kind of, I mean, you're still, even though it's five years in or four, well, four years under your belt, this is the fifth, you know, having, you still have lots to do, you know what I mean? It's, right. it's always going to be growing. So yeah. Speaking of booking talent too, you know, Grand Forks, North Dakota, not the most like sellable place. I mean, we all live here, but it's not the most sellable. Like, yep. Hey, come to Grand Forks. Right. How hard is it to get bands to say, yeah, you know, sure. I'll come up to Grand Forks, North Dakota and August. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been a, a learning course. Um, Jamie and Trisha Lunsky were, they're the reason why I've been able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they put me in touch with the agents and, and sure. kind of allowed me to get my feet wet on it. Um, but it's, it's a process that I'm still learning. I learn more and more every time I reach out for people mm-hmm. that, you know, there's different, a certain level of talent's only going to listen to you if you have certain criteria met, you know, that the venue sure. is established and the venue has mm-hmm. what they're looking for and whatnot. But I found that there's a different demographic of talent that is much more accommodating and, and it's been fantastic. I, I keep referencing love and theft. Um, but Jared Neiman and, and Steven Lyles have been fantastic. Like I've got cell phone numbers and I'm able to text them right. and get feedback. And then they're giving me, um, contacts and whatnot. Right. So it's, it's kind of, it's been really cool to kind of see these, these guys that were bigger stars mm-hmm, for a while that mm-hmm. they're just humble down to earth and they're willing to, I can text help. them at any yeah. point and I'll get a text within a couple hours and they'll right. help me with whatever I need. That's so amazing. it's, I think anytime you get into this, you're going to have to, you're going to have to take your lumps and mm-hmm. be okay with looking dumb. Right. Um, but then you just hope that you can find the right people to steer you in the right direction. Well, absolutely. And I feel like, yeah, once you find those people, you know, latch on, it's, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to probably introduce you, like you said, to a lot, a lot more and just kind of broaden your whole what you're able to do right down the road. Yep. It's probably a lot easier to get people to come to North Dakota in August as well, instead of like a January concert. Right. <laughs> Obviously you wouldn't be doing an outdoor January concert unless you had like the biggest insulated bubble of all time. But you know, I don't and know. Most I of think them. that'd be kind of fun. I don't know. That w- yeah. You know, I've, like, I am the king of you trying can. to think of the dumbest things right. in the world. So make, it's crossed my mind to think about <laughs> how to do it in January. Fest, let's do it. Okay. Uh, I love it. You could just do like a big, insulated like igloo and just like really you know play on the you have like a snowman building mm-hmm. yeah well I mean, they do that on otter tail lake oh do they yep oh. outside of perm minnesota mm-hmm. they okay um i know that tiger lily was the big attraction sure. a couple of years ago darian's done it darian's played yeah. there yeah. yep so it's it's possible it's right. just a matter of how you do it so right well i'm just trying to imagine like playing guitar with like frozen <laughs> fingers <laughs> Yes. Well, the, the tents are heated. So. Uh, oh, got it, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not just standing out in the 60-mile-an-hour winds. Right. I mean, we did have that one uh, event that was in the 30s outside. Oh, yes, yes, band. yes, yes. 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 A band that will also be playing at uh, Rockin' Up North. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, town. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and that's kind of where we've gone now is, you know, the idea is to create that more uh, festival-type feel mm-hmm. um, where we have numerous national acts but then we can still have a local band showcase like that because you know i think it's it's fun for everybody to be able to play on a stage that size oh absolutely you know just to say that you were able to do it yeah you know it's pretty neat so and when it's you know a nice night and people want to be outdoors i mean hello we live in north dakota like be outside as much as you can when it's nice absolutely you know having them earlier in the night to really get the crowd going is is a, a good thing um so other than like the whole Diamond Rio fiasco, which still breaks my heart. Uh, do you have any other like really memorable concerts or things that have happened in your little your tenure here? In the tenure, yeah. Um, you know, the Blackhawk moment was probably the coolest yeah. one that yeah. that the start of that song on the encore. But um, no, every year, I mean, every year has kind of been just different, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been a process and there's been so much learned and taken away from every single year. Um, if anybody that follows us and if they have followed us since year one, we've changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to making sure that you're open to criticism mm-hmm. and you're listening to the people who are attending and yeah. making it happen. Um, 
because we're still small enough that, you know, we need every person that comes through that gate. Oh, absolutely. You know, if we're going to succeed and we're going to continue to be mm -hmm. able to, to do this year in and you're out. Um, so it's just been, you know, being able to take our lumps and, and make the necessary changes and try to continue to make the experience better every single year. Absolutely. Because it's one thing to just kind of throw some tents, open a beer garden and let a show play. But yeah. um, what we've found is like this year, there's, there is a lot of things happening mm -hmm. and you're asking a lot of people, especially in a tough year and last mm -hmm. two years, three years that we've had, you're asking them to spend their hard earned money with you. Right. So you want to make sure that you're giving them the best product possible. Oh, uh, so they feel like they got something out of it when they walk away. For sure. Yeah. That's yeah. That couldn't be more true. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite things about going to music festivals, outdoor music festivals is food trucks. Sure. You can have food trucks. We are. Yep. We have, uh, we have three that we have had awesome success with since year one. So the Brock King's going to be back. Um, beer concessions, uh, Les Beer out of Roseville, Minnesota has got a big mm -hmm. monstrosity that he brings. It's actually really cool to see. Um, Little Bangkok this year is new. Oh, cool. Uh, we've had yep. Sap Sap Kitchen for the last three, mm -hmm. and they were unable to do it this year. Um, oh, so, you just broke my heart. Uh, it, it, was, it was pretty great. <laughs> they have the best cream cheese wontons. Yeah. They, they, have, they have awesome had. food. Oh awesome. <laughs> and I was, I was a little, I was disappointed when I heard that, yeah. but they've had some truck issues, so uh, it was just, it was too, too long of a trip yeah. for them to make. So yeah. um, Little Bangkok stepped in, and then we also Very have, cool. I believe it's, like a shaved ice, ice cream type. Okay. I, I forget the name of yeah. it. It's, it's okay. new. One of the other committee members brought them on, so I don't nice. remember exactly who they are. Cool. And I feel bad not being able to recognize right. them. But um, yeah, so we'll have we'll have three food options plus a dessert option, uh, full beer garden. Um, we brought back the Bud Light, what do they call it? Bud Light VIP bar mm -hmm. um, from the Blackhawk year. Okay. So if you didn't Very get cool. a chance to see that, that is a that really was, cool outdoor setup. That is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So that's going to be back in the VIP Sounds area. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> that's where Dean's going to be. Find him there. You'll find, you'll find yeah, Dean. Absolutely. Yep. So that's that's kind of the new thing this year is the VIP area. We had we did have some feedback last year of mm -hmm. disappointment of where it was located. Sure. So we decided to run it all the way across the front of the stage. So okay. the first, I think we have 500 tickets that we've allocated. So we'll have the first, I don't know, 15, 20 feet sure. off the front of the stage. It'll just be VIP. Oh, very cool. Um, and then the VIP VIP bar, uh, we added spirits this year, so we were able to get some mixed drinks in the VIP oh, area nice. this year. Yep. Um, the other cool addition that we kind of came up with late notice, and we're going to try and pull it off as cool as we can, but it'll probably be building for next year, is we're going to do kind of an adult arcade. Oh, very so fun. So we have yep. a 20 by 40 tent that's going to house six different games that you'll get a ticket when you come in the door as yeah. long as you're 21. Yep. And then you can go play different games and we'll have prizes. Like, like we're going to do a TV, a Yeti cooler, like a UND hockey jersey. And then you'll be able to win drink tickets, Spud gift cards, Happy nice. Aries gift cards, some merchandise, all that kind of stuff. So just something for people to do while oh, they're absolutely. there. So you're not yeah. just kind of standing around well, talking. Right. For, in between acts and yeah. whatever, yeah. when you first get there. And you're Very just, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So, okay, you mentioned a committee. So there's obviously more than you just involved with putting yep. this on so like yep. is it the same kind of committee every year do you get different people involved how does that it's kind of it's a bigger together? it's a newer one this year um a buddy of mine that has done all my website design and whatnot mm -hmm. um is now a part of it so he handles so we, we basically just put a conglomeration of five people and given everybody jobs sure so we can kind of all yep. take tasks and as as we look to build and, and grow and everything else it becomes harder and harder yeah. to try and 
manage all the little details and oh, not yeah. forget yeah. about them. I mean, exactly. we've done that exactly. in the past where we've we've messed up on tickets and mm-hmm. had to reorder tickets. This year, I apologize to Kristen McDonald over and over again that she is our ticket back sponsor for the third year, and I forgot to put her phone number on the back of the ticket. <laughs> so I've had to try and figure out how I'm going to make that up to her. So right, right. Um, there's just all these little details that you don't yeah. necessarily think about right away, but as they come up, then right. they become a oh, big absolutely. deal. So. Yeah, there's definitely a checklist that needs to be <laughs> followed and yep. yeah, lots of T's to cross and I's to dot. And, you got it. Yeah, and I mean, certainly the more eyes that are on things too i mean the less likely maybe things are to fall through the cracks when right well and one thing too that mm-hmm. i will when you asked any memorable i had i now i have to back up the most memorable incident is the blackhawk year um we did just under a thousand people year one mm-hmm. i think we were at like 990 some and then year two for love and theft we were at about 1300 okay we anticipated somewhere between 15 and 1800 for blackhawk we yeah. thought you know what that's going to be a successful concert um so we got the appropriate porta potties for eighteen. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> for, for twenty-one. Oh, yes. <laughs> Anybody? No, and and then talking no. about that earlier. I'm like, I'm not bringing it up. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I was thinking that I didn't say it. <laughs> so we we had enough for twenty-one or twenty-two hundred, is what uh, um, M and K had told us. So we're like, yeah, we're good. Well, when thirty-five hundred show up. And you only have room for 2,100 issues arise. So, and that's, that's one of those again that, you know, we're looking at, well, that's what we thought was going to come. We didn't realize, we didn't realize that they were going to have this massive cult following. A good buddy of mine is from Grigla, Minnesota. And he goes, I think the whole town shut down and I think the same thing's going to happen this year. (laughs) So it's like, now I know what to expect and I'm going to plan for that. But yeah, that was, thank God M and K was able to come through. I was going to say, I have to give you kudos because you were on the phone and you, and I remember standing in the crowd before Blackhawk started playing and they backed up with three more porta potties and I think 2,000 people cheered (laughs) and I'm pretty sure that was the highlight of that. that I think so too. That he just had 2,000 people cheer for him. Well, and the other funny thing is too, like that year, we really kind of thought about how do we, how do we make sure we execute our drinks better. So that's been another hot topic is, you know, the way that we do drinks on the festivals Mm -hmm. is different and it's different because coming from a bar setting, I know that that your job is to execute as fast as possible. Right. So we went to a ticketing based system where you get your drink tickets and then you come exchange. So we don't log jam that, that line. Sure. Um, there's other places that struggle serving mm-hmm, drinks mm-hmm. because of the fact that there's too much going on, too right. much happening. You yep. can't serve. Yep. So that year was the first year that we really like think we nailed it. And we've done it ever yeah. since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you combine f- almost 1,500 extra people right. and you don't have a, a line in your beer garden because you're serving so quick, right. people tend to go to the bathroom more. So I think it was just kind of a, everything came together to not be a good situation. Because right. um, I remember talking with... Um, Oh, uh, uh, forget his name from MK afterwards. And he goes, they had to have been using them more because you should have been at least okay. Like I shouldn't have had to come at when I did. Right. He goes, I know that we probably still needed more, but he goes, they must've been using the bathrooms a lot more. And I said, well, there was no lines in the right. garden. So I think, I think they Over, were serving Overly more. efficient. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of all years for, like you said, right. for your bar to be like super efficient. Right. The year that you're extra people <laughs> and short on bodies. Yep. Right. Oh, for yep. funny. Yeah. Well, Let's hope that's uh, (laughs) 
nothing worse than that ever well happened. from what right. i remember you all redeemed yourself with a video the following year being like guess what yeah. guys <laughs> we've got the porta potty yeah. that's just it i mean we got you, know, you covered i think people like deep down you know maybe they're inconvenienced but i do think deep down people are like okay you know a lot goes in and right. i mean you had a million porta potties and you needed a million and two like right you know there's you know, a little bit of grace, I think, that that's given eventually. So, And I think that comes back to, you know, at that point, you do have to, you want to be mm-hmm. open and honest about yeah. what hey, happened. Sorry. It's like, yeah, yeah we, we did mess up. Right. We, but, you know, th- the mess up was because, because so you guys came awesome out and, came and, out. Yeah, and exactly. we're so yeah. thankful for it. And right. we'll take our lumps and we'll tell you it won't happen again. Right, right. Yeah. But, and we, you know. <laughs> we will allocate like an even bigger budget right, to right. porta potties. Yep. I will say, yeah, yeah last year, I, I don't think I stood in line to, no, I don't think so either. No, so. I just looked and for the yeah. the freshest one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I stood next to. Right, <laughs> or not stood next to. <laughs> I did go inside. Not one of those people. <laughs> I don't generally pee outside unless I'm camping, and even then, I'm like, mm, I don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, for funny. Um, okay, so back to social media. Like, where can where can our listeners find you guys? How can they follow you? Um, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. our website is rockingupnorthwest.com. Awesome. Um, we don't have a TikTok, and I'm, <laughs> but I am going to push some stuff through the Spud one. <laughs> um, but yeah, all, all the major yeah. ones, and then um, tickets are going to go on sale. We have them right now. Obviously, if you go to rockingupnorth.com, otherwise we're, they're going to have single day tickets at Happy Harry starting on August first. Awesome. So if you want to purchase them, then um, we do. We have tried letting people know and and, Mm -hmm. i mean part of it's marketing part of it is being honest but we have capacity for four thousand. so if we see what we saw with blackhawk Mm -hmm. three years ago if it's a little bit more there's a chance that we sell out because we are kind of space confined um and that just is what it is yep so you know we're hoping that people buy ahead of time if they want to i think we have about a hundred a little over a hundred vips left okay uh, of the 500 that were available um but Every year to, to date, I mean, you've been able to mm-hmm. walk up and get tickets, so I don't. It's not going to be an issue. I don't sure, think. Sure. Obviously, if it is, great. I mean, I hope <laughs> it is an issue for our sake. Yeah, no but, kidding. But um, but if you want to go VIP, I would suggest doing that soon because yeah. we have sold out each year on those two. So awesome. Well, yeah, that's that's great. And then you can, you know, knowing that you have like kind of a max capacity certainly helps the the planning process too. I'm it sure, does. So. Yeah, and that was kind of the point of yeah. of the switch to where we're at now is. Now we just kind of, we have everything dialed in and now it's just up to the sure. talent and Very cool. what the foot traffic looks like. And same location as last year as same well, location. right? So yep. the parking lot that's kind of behind River City Cinema yep. Yep. and north of Spud Junior, right? Yeah. North, yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> Thinking my direction. Ish. Northwest, yeah, yep. right. I know the whole uh, river situation always kind of throws off your, your directions. Yeah. Um, okay, awesome. Well, I like to uh, to end these podcasts with a little... Would you rather? Okay. So I hope you're you're open to participating. <laughs> yes. And this is nothing. I was kind of actually was going to do something that was porta potty related, but then I didn't. I didn't know. But I still can. I mean, I can think of something. You on sure the fly. can. Actually, I yeah. think I will. I think I will. I will do a porta potty related. But I, I didn't want to bring it up if you didn't bring it this up. This is the first time all year it's been brought up. So thank God people are forgetting. <laughs> and actually, and I never even thought of it. I was talking to I think it was John who's. Um, the the mediocre drummer, which I told him that I was going <laughs> to call him out. <laughs> He's not a mediocre drummer at all, but I just always tell him that he can't carry a beat. Um, but he, he plays in Paint the Town, so go see him. He can carry a beat. Uh, anyway, uh, so okay, I'll think of the porta potty one. Okay, would you rather 
get stuck in the porta potty for the duration of the two day event that you're just you're just stuck in there, just you and you, you know, you're just hanging out and it's hot. Or would you rather perform on the stage in front of your audience wearing a wedding dress. I don't know. It was kind of a lame one. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> sing. You have to sing. You have to sing. Oh. I don't know if you're a singer. The second one. The second one. No, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think we all know I would choose a wedding dress and singing. <laughs> I love the stage. You would do a wedding dress and singing like without. I would do it karaoke yep. at, well, former El Rocco. Right, <laughs> Probably right. should have asked if he'd rather be stuck in a porta potty or start a TikTok. I've dabbled, but yeah. Maybe I should redo this one. <laughs> Dean, what would you choose? Well, if it was at the beginning of the event, and I was the first one in the porta potty. Oh, it wouldn't oh. smell, smell bad, right. so I would just stay there because I don't like performing either. How do you not like to perform, Dean? I think you are lying. Former just, spa director. I like to help others perform. There you go. There you go. Marla? Well... Y'all are going to have to hear me sing, and I, I can't. <laughs> I do. Somebody, somebody did ask me that one time. They're like, well, do you sing? I'm like, do I sing or can I sing? <laughs> there, there is a those difference. are two very specific different questions. And I would have to say for sure, I do sing. I cannot sing. But I'd still do it. Perfect. I do like Dean's rationale, though, about the fresh porta potty versus like end of the night. Maybe that's what I should have said is like, Get stuck in a porta potty at the end of the event for two straight days. <laughs> or, no. oh, that wouldn't be that no, wouldn't be fair. no. <laughs> well, yes, I guess I would also. I would also throw on the wedding dress and, and get up there and sing for sure. Wouldn't wouldn't even be a with question. a jug band. With the jug band, yes, yes. I will. I will bring my washboard <laughs> and my jug and do the best I can for sure. <laughs> Okay, well, awesome. Well, thank you, Justin, for being here. And thank you for the having podcast. me. And good luck, fingers crossed, that all goes well for the Rockin' Up North Fest. Thank you very and much. And I'm sure the weather will be gorgeous. Perfect. Dean's promising good weather. Yep. So. Absolutely. Keep those positive yep. vibes say, coming. I'm going to say yep. partly sunny and 80. That sounds about Perfect. right. That'd yeah. be good. Yeah, that oh, sounds that'd about be right good. to me. Breeze about 5 to 10 miles mm-hmm. per hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a nice little breeze. Right, just enough yeah. to keep, the, keep yeah. the mosquitoes off. Sounds good. All right, everybody. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. And we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks. Thank you.